What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your We are the last Americans. We are the last. Happy Monday. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, dudes? What it is. The last Americans. Yeah. We are. We are. I'm tired. That's what I am. Uh, It was a long weekend, man. Glad to see your faces, though, man. It's good. Yeah. It's good. I missed yeah, him. It I was a long him. weekend. How was the uh, Comic-Con thing? I enjoyed it, man. I enjoyed it. It was uh, a lot to take in. and A lot of fucking people, dude. It was a lot of people, man. There was oh, yeah. thousands of people in there. Yeah. Uh, you know, Chris went up with me. I, Greg, you texted me uh, that night, like late. He texted me like, I don't remember what time it was. I had just got into the, into the house. And uh, he's like, how'd it go? And I was like, I enjoyed it. I don't know if Chris enjoyed it as much. Uh, you left a little yeah. early. You had your boy there. And I, I will say this. Uh, for kids, this particular convention, I would say not as much to do for the kids at this yeah. one. Like I thought it might have okay. been. Uh, but this, to be fair, after kind of learning about it a little bit and like talking to people that go to all the ones that are local uh, and kind of told you, Greg, that like there's, I guess there's different like styles of conventions. Mm-hmm. And, and this was a fan festival. So it was really like more predominantly like meeting these people yeah. uh autographs meet and greets and and they did have a huge floor with merch like with uh products and stuff yeah um but there wasn't like what i would want to see is like what san diego comic-con has is like the you know new toys that are coming out like hasla or hasbro has their own booth yeah um you know all these companies share their new merchandise like that's the stuff that i like the most Mm-hmm. Yeah, they I th- didn't have that. I thought there was going to be a lot more like uh, cosplay stuff, like cool cosplay, like people walking around, and there wasn't really. That was kind of my See. thing. I was like, oh, this just is like yeah. There was some. <clears throat> there was some, but I mean, not like I thought it was going to be. Yeah, but for me, like my my point of going was like I purchased like autograph stuff, you know, and yeah. I want to get some of my some of my figures autographed, and I, I was able to do that. Got to meet some, uh, you know, some celebrities. I thought yeah. was really cool. Ended up meeting, I think, six. Uh, when Chris left, I'd only met one. It was just like a grueling. Yeah, <laughs> I was trying to figure it out. I'm like, I don't know where to go. I don't know who's up next. They like that kind of stuff. Just kind of play it by ear, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I met uh, Shane McMore was the first one. He's the one that does the voice for Miles Morales in Spider Verse. Uh, so I got my Spider, you know, Miles Morales figure that I've. It's one of my nice figures, and I got that autograph, which, which is great. I'm really happy about that. Then I met uh, Chevy Chase. He was old. Oh yeah. Yeah, man, it was it was really. How was that like? I was the first in line on that. I waited like an hour and a half because I was like, you know what, nothing is happening right now, and I do want to go look at stuff, but I'm like, I don't want to stand in line forever. Yeah. So it was cool, man. Um, he's old. I mean, he's 79. You kind of forget that he's that old. Uh, and then uh, he had uh, his booth was like in a black curtain, like no photos, no, you know, he, he didn't want anything. And wow. so, okay, uh, I saw in him a r- black curtain. So like, you had to like go behind the black curtain to see him yeah you had, like they would let like a couple people in yeah it. Yeah. Yeah. In. yeah they would like person would come out and say like all right you 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 come on let's go and you go inside and uh he was he was in a wheelchair like the, he rolled up in a wheelchair um, but he looked pretty oh, good damn dude yeah he okay. looked good but to be fair uh you know he's there all day long yeah. and uh maybe i mean is it, the wheelchair just for comfort while he's there yeah the whole time, i think so because uh after which he, you know, he was kind of making some like funny noises. He took my stuff and how you doing? And he signed it and he was like, duh, 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 duh. and he had, I had like a special pen that I was having them sign with and he took it and like his assistant, he started like writing on his face and shit with it. <laughs> and I was like, all right, <laughs> okay. dude. Uh, so I met him and as soon as I was done with him, I saw that Randy Quaid, who's also from, you know, Christmas oh, vacation, yeah. he didn't have really anybody in line yeah. at the time. So I just went up, shot the shit with him for a little bit. I uh, was able to meet uh, Stanley and Oscar from The Office, and they were super awesome. Very, right very on, friendly, dude. very chatty. Uh, <clears throat> Rosario Dawson, uh, yep. she killed it. She looked beautiful. I mean, it was it was really, really cool. So lots of really cool stuff, man. Um, well, dude, Randy Quaid is, uh, he's quite the conspiracy theorist on Twitter, right? Yeah, yeah. he is. 
It's weird. So I, I don't know. He's a big pro-Trumper, too. So how yeah. was that? Uh, he didn't say anything. about. I mean, obviously, you know, their job is to go and just appeal to everybody. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And, like, so they don't get – they don't get – he was uh, bigger than I thought. Um, and so was uh, Chevy Chase. They, I mean, think, like I think taller? Just bigger people. He's 6'5". Oh. Randy Quaid. Oh, Randy is 6'5"? I think he's 6'5". And, and Chevy Chase is, like, 6'3". Jesus. Um, okay. Like, did not expect that at all. Um, he had a big old beard, Randy Quaid did. It, it, what was cool about it is once Chris left, unfortunately, like, and I totally get why. Like, he had his little son, and, and he was like, not Van, having him. Well, he was he was cool about it at the beginning, yeah. and like, he was like, oh, look, he could, there was some people dressed up, but it was just like if I went and dressed up, sure, it yeah. wasn't like there was like Star Wars was very pro, like there was some very, very good Star a lot Wars of Star costumes. Wars stuff, and um, then he was like, oh, look at that, look at that, and yeah. he didn't. I mean, he wasn't into anything else besides. The people. I, I think what was cool for me gotcha. was like, and it was very busy. Um, it did kind of slow down because uh, Hayden Christensen started doing his show thing. Uh, so everybody went to that convention center. So it kind of like emptied out a little bit mm. after you left. But what was kind of fun about it was like wherever you walked, like you would be, you would bump into somebody like, um, uh, what's his name? Kevin Smith. Is that his name? Oh, uh, from, oh, geez. What he, he does mall rats, mall rats right. and all that. Like he like walked right by me and I'm like, oh, fuck, you know, it's like Kevin Smith, man. And you see him in person. Uh, I got bumped by the dude, the the bad guy from Karate Kid, uh, the dude that's now oh, in okay. Cobra Kai. Like he came up, like we, he was actually walking beside me, and I'm just like looking around, and I I kind of like he bumped my shoulder, and I turned, and I was like, oh sorry, and he's like, oh you're good. And I'm like, oh wow, that's like you know. <laughs> so there was a lot of like it's it's cool that they're all kind of mingling and everybody's doing their thing, and everybody seems to have a good time with it. Um, yeah. But there's different like you know there's different conventions for different things you know. Uh, D23, Greg, I was telling you about that. That's more of like gaming and trailers and like insight on that. Uh, Comic-Con's more of like new releases and everything. So there's, there's levels to it. And I, I didn't yeah. really understand that before, but yeah. so I had a great time. I got all the autographs I wanted to. I think I left at about six 30, got home at about 10, you know, or whatever Dang, it was. Dude. Okay. Uh, and my feet hurt, my back hurts <laughs> from standing. <laughs> But I enjoyed it, man. I, I actually really enjoyed it. Uh, it was nice to get up to Dallas, and I had a great drive home. I think you did, too. It we was... drove through a, a gnarly storm on the way home. Yes, we did. Ooh, yeah. okay. Like, yeah. a storm chaser passed me. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah you, like, how do you know? I, because he had he flashing saw. lights and huge cameras on the top of their car. Yeah. It was <laughs> okay. uh, it was like a storm chaser vehicle, bro. Yeah, like, I've like, never I'm, seen one of I'm, those. like, driving along, and I'm, like, we're doing, like, 20 miles an hour, and my windshield wipers are, like, full blast. Yep. And everyone's, like got their hazards on there's hail and fucking lightning and all kinds of shit yeah and i'm just like oh my god this is crazy you and left it, at like one right like you i think you left or text me about one o'clock i was in line you're like hey man i think we're just gonna bounce you know like van's ready to go so it was around that time yeah it was around two three probably because okay, we so stopped had and had lunch on the way home yeah so like we're driving and i'm just like and there's lightning fucking bolts coming down everywhere and Van's sitting there. He's like, whoa, look at all. He's, yeah. he's seeing all the lightning and stuff. And then I'm, I like pick up my phone and I start recording. And then uh, as I'm recording, the car passes us. And it's got like flashers and cameras. I'm like, is that a fucking storm chaser? Yeah, like, I am think, I go, about to drive through a tornado right now? Yeah, when I put the maps up to get home, uh, there was two thunderstorm advisories <laughs> on the map. Yeah. And so outside, I mean, when Chris went through, it was like Waxahachie area. When I went through, it was like, you know, north of Waco, so it kind of moved a little bit, and it hit like hard, bro. Like it was, it was wild how how yeah. aggressive it was. So I was going about twenty miles per hour on the highway. So was everybody else with their flashes on. And what was Jeez, cool about sucks. when I went through was like <laughs> black, you know, and and then like on the right side was like really nice sun. So it was like it was like hard to see because it was beaming through like this, you know. Yep. And then uh, and in Waco, I got stuck for about thirty minutes because a semi truck rolled over on the highway. Mm. And so that was a little bit of a delay, but I was driving through uh and I was just like I had the it was funny Chris listened to the same shit I did. I put on Joe Rogan the minute I left I put on Joe Rogan with uh, Jelly Roll his interview. Yeah. And I was just cruising they were listening to music and shit on it and I just had my arm out the window when it wasn't raining and I was just like I fucking love this state man. It was so pretty. And it was it's such a nice drive and then to hear Jelly Roll he was like so like reassuring and like positive dude and I just felt good. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> I did. I did. I remember just thinking, like, this is real. Because there was no kids in the car. Not to, not, you know, my kids are great. But I'm saying it was just me. I had the, you yeah. know, I had the music or the uh, the podcast going. And I was just like, man, this is just beautiful. It's a beautiful place to drive through. So 
It was a great day. It was a really <laughs> and great then, day. And then the, the storm hit. <laughs> but you know what's funny? The storm, and I think Chris will agree with me, uh, after being here, that is, there's almost a peaceful, now the heavy rain's tough, but I'm saying like when you see the clouds and the thunder and all that stuff, like it's pretty, dude. I love storms. I know. I, I'm, I'm learning <laughs> to like really like, I like going to sleep to them. I enjoy them a lot, actually. So it was good. It was very good. I wish you were yeah. there, man. It would have been fun. So right on in the dude. future. Well, yeah, we'll 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 plan one here. I think one in what October ish. There's one in October. There's uh, one coming up in a month, which I think we might go to with the kids because um, it has the cast of like what's the uh, Game of Thrones are all there. Ooh. And it also oh, has wow. um, uh, a bunch of people like the Spider Man guy, the actual dude, yeah. uh, Garfield or whatever his name is. It has Andrew Garfield, the Scarlet or Tom Witch, Holland. Garfield. Oh, okay. Uh, it has Scarlet Witch is going to be there. I mean, there's like some real big, real big names on that one. And Jill was like, huh? Oh, you know, that's the one I was actually kind of bummed about the most because Van, because we told him like what kind of what it was I was taking him to. Mm-hmm. So he was excited to like get maybe get a picture with like Spider Man or see Spider Man. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't really anybody dressed up like that. Yeah. There was like one guy I seen. He was wearing like a pajama outfit that was like Spider Man. There was but- a couple later uh, in the day that I saw that were pretty good, but. That's when you just got to tell him, like, hey, that's that's Spider-Man yeah. right there. And he doesn't know what Spider-Man, you know. Does, he doesn't know. So, yeah, it's, it's yeah, my, I think, depending on your age, you know, like, I think my daughters would really like it because they like the actual actresses mm-hmm. a lot and they mm-hmm. know them. Um, so, yeah, it just depends. But anyway, it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. It was a very long weekend. Uh, and now we're, we're here. It's Monday. Hell yeah. And we start a new Bada week. bing, bada boom. One of our favorite places to be. Um, before we uh, really get diving on some of these articles, I do want to point out that on uh, Thursday, we might be trying something a little different, Greg. You want to explain that? Yes. Yeah. So Thursdays, we are going to have half of the episode be free. It's yep. going to be a public episode. And then the other half will be Patreon only. Yep. We were originally just doing Patreon only, but then we're like, hey, why don't we just open this up, you know, in like try to draw more viewers in and get more people involved with the Patreon side of things. And so we'll, we'll kind of tease the Patreon content. We'll tell you kind of what we're going to talk about. And if you want to, you know, sign up, feel free. I mean, we do every episode on Friday are still going to be Patreon only. We do a a call-in show on Fridays once a month at the very end of the month, we actually do a zoom party. Okay. So we actually get to see everybody's face. It's freaking super fun, dude. Sometimes those go, hours yeah yeah so they can they can <laughs> yeah, yeah patreon's yeah. a lot of fun depending on how much beers i have uh it's been a little tur- uh a little chaotic recently uh brass tacks and stuff we we're gonna get back to that eventually yeah. here uh and strange yeah. sauna we had a lot of people asking about when uh, you're gonna have a strange sauna episode out um yeah. so we do other things it's been a little a, a little bit lot going on right now with the new change and then also me and chris are going to be moving here yeah. soon and so, you know, for the next couple of months, it's going to be real hit and miss, but you'll, you'll get some great content out for sure. But it will get back to normal shortly. Yeah, um, I'm hoping. Yeah, man. So, yeah. And then, you know, just with the with the change in the podcast, you know, we have a lot more um, promotion, a lot more clips and stuff that I'm making. So, yeah, it's uh, there's a lot of things that take up my time. You yeah, know what I mean? for sure. So, for sure. But so. I mean, I do have a lot of content already on there as far as Strange Sauna goes. So yeah. if you sign up, you get to go back or go back and watch all of those previously. Well, the same up. thing too with everything. Honestly, all the, the past full Patreon episodes and stuff, once you sign up, you have access. You can go back and watch all that stuff. Yeah. Yep. But the call-in shows are definitely the, the, the call-in shows are fun. It's the fun stuff, man. This is a lot of, lot of fun is, yeah. conversations. So as far as today goes, man, uh, there's a bunch of small stuff going on. Uh, in my opinion, I don't think anything is like oh, we have got to talk about this. It's all uh, yeah, it's all fun. It's interesting. Uh, yeah. uh, it's going to be some of it's probably funny. Uh, some of it's you know rather rather serious. The one thing I want to start off with is the uh, J.P. Morgan. If you guys don't mind, um, sure. Dude. We had talked about this a couple weeks ago. Actually, maybe even longer than that. Yeah. Uh, J.P. Morgan was kind of caught up in some lawsuits. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Chris, you even brought this to the table at, at that point. Uh, but they actually just agreed to settle with the uh, Jeffrey Epstein victim class action lawsuit. Uh, now, I want to be clear with this that, you know, them settling does not is not a uh, form of guilt. You got to mm-hmm. say that shit. It, you know, people settle all the time. We talked about it with Trump. People say like, well, he settled out. So that means that he's guilty. No, no it, not- it could just mean you don't want to deal with this shit. You'd rather just pay everybody off and have it go away. Uh, but they did. They ended up settling. The amount is unknown at this point. Um, but, uh, they came out and they, they made some statements here, uh, about the situation. And I thought it was, I mean, they probably handled it as about as good as you could handle it. 
Yeah. I mean, it, it's kind of one of those, like, they're kind of in a, in a weird position with it. Uh, they said, uh, we all now understand that Epstein's behavior was monstrous, and we believe this settlement is in best interest of all parties, especially the survivors who suffered unimaginable abuse at the hands of this man. Uh, quote, mm-hmm. an association with him was a mistake, and we regret it. We would have never have continued to do business with him if we believed he was using our bank in any way to help commit heinous crimes. Mm. So basically, we're sorry we got caught. Well, dude, I'm listening. Yeah, I mean, you could look at it that way. And I think that's a very fair assessment. You could also look at it like, you know, what my argument was, not that I believed it per se, but kind of throwing it out there was how much did they actually know? At least the vast majority of the company. How much did they really know? Um, I don't know. You know what that would be. I mean, yeah. somebody there had to know. Somebody, somebody knew. I mean, obviously, right. it's it's most likely a cup, a couple or a handful of people that that kind of knew that you know allowed things to happen. Because I, I doubt the whole J.P. Morgan as a whole was like, we know exactly what this guy does and what he's doing, and we're just like the little the little people down below yeah i'm I'm sure like well even even some even probably some executives that are probably just like that's not their job so they Mm. don't pay attention to it Uh, yeah maybe i mean what's your how because i think i'm trying to remember like when we first talked about this and kind of like what my mindset was on it a part of me is like you know i I remember being a little like undecided on how i felt about it because i'm like listen if you're a criminal not even just jeffrey epstein but like let's say you're a criminal yeah um, should the banks just cease to do business with you? And and that was kind of my thing was, is he, he for a long time was working, even before charges came out and all that stuff, like he was getting himself in with lots of money, you know, whether legal or not, he had a lot of money. And so I guess the point would have been like, he's always had a lot of money in there going in and out. I'm sure at some point buying big stuff, uh, you know, fancy shit. Um, did they, did they assume that the whole thing was for like the trafficking issues and all that stuff? the the victims or did they say like hey this guy's got a lot of money like yes he was convicted of a crime or accused of a crime do you just stop yeah i I feel like jp morgan chase is like the uh the fall guy you know what i mean like hey uh yeah let's let's funnel money through this bank yeah we got we got a guy who says that it's okay you know like he's like a ceo he'll he'll allow all these transactions to go because to my understanding there were numerous transactions that were flagged mm-hmm. and they were never really appropriate like they weren't addressed appropriately yeah you know what i mean and so it's like you yeah. had plenty of warning signs that this guy was shoveling dough yeah. into your business mm-hmm. and you never really took the time to figure out what was going on there which does that surprise you at all i mean because to me kind of, yeah because that's why they have those laws well, i mean that's like shit that people go to prison for dude. well here's the deal like we you know this is definitely not a defense for him i'm trying to look at it from a bank perspective and we've seen this with just average citizens and famous people right mm-hmm. like tax evasion for example like oh, they'll yeah. come down with, on you with an iron fist bro but like it seems that like celebrities or people with a lot of money they don't get the same uh treatment which is which is crazy to me yeah, i mean look at look at hunter biden i mean the exactly. the ss what is it not ssris but it's a uh, Suspicious activity reports, yeah. SAR. Oh right? yeah, yeah. I so wonder if you have oh, you ahead. have those things put in for a reason, bro. I mean, if you're if you're having a transaction above a certain amount of money, mm-hmm. you have to fill out one of these suspicious activity reports. Yeah, no matter what. Yeah. And I don't know if J.P. Morgan did on every single one. They didn't. I don't think they did at no. all. No. But then it raised the question: So why wouldn't they? Why would they not follow through? Are they looking at it in a greed aspect of saying like, "Hey, man, like let's not rock this boat. This guy's bringing a ton <laughs> or, of money." Or in. are they getting kickbacks? You know, well, or are they being blackmailed? Uh, who knows? Yeah, I mean, I it's hard to speak on that because there is no proof that there's kickbacks. It, I mean, it could it could be a combination of everything, yeah. honestly. Yeah, and and if there was ever a point where evidence came out that they were actually receiving money from him to allow him to continue. That would be very bad. Mm. That would be very, well, very and, bad. And, and like you said, like J.P. Morgan Chase being the fall guy, I guarantee you that's not the only institution he used. Nope. He probably used 50 different fucking banks or yeah. whatever to do whatever he was doing. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm glad. I mean, I'm glad that the people that filed the lawsuit are going to get something out of it. And they obviously agreed to the terms, so they are happy with the amount well, yeah, that they, they got. Came, the banks and the lawyers came out and said the settlement is in the best interest of all parties, especially the survivors yeah. who were the victims of Epstein's terrible abuse. Yeah, and so yeah. They, they get it. They they understand. And, and that's the thing is like here at, going forward, the question would be, did they learn a lesson from this? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. are they going to continue to allow these uber popular or very rich people to do get away with everything, knowing that they're going to have a lawsuit possibly if they don't take action? Well, like I think I, I definitely think they're probably going to have to be on their toes more because I feel like if something like this was to pop up again, they're probably not just going to be able to settle so easily. So this was the just to mm-hmm. clarify the lawsuit. This is the U.S. Virgin Islands mm-hmm. against J.P. Morgan Chase, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But, I mean, we've seen this with uh, social media, man. They get huge lawsuits, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to Sandman and all these other things, right, where they oh, just yeah. lie, and they pay huge amounts of money, and then they continue to do this shit. Yeah. And they continue to take, you know, piss out money to people because they lie about it. So in the complaint, uh, the U.S. Virgin Islands said, quote, this uh, Department of Justice investigation, so this is, quote, revealed that J.P. Morgan knowingly negligently and unlawfully provided and pulled the levers through which recruiters and victims were paid and was indispensable to the operation and concealment of the Epstein trafficking enterprise. So J.P. Morgan Chase was at the center of this whole thing. That's what they were arguing. It wasn't like a bunch of little tiny banks like carrying money, like all of the money funneled through J.P. Morgan Chase. That's what they were arguing. arguing. Yeah, but I I can't imagine that with as much money that was being thrown around that JP Morgan Chase was the only one that they were using. Why not? I mean, because if you can I, get away why, with it and you have a program that works, like why go somewhere else and risk it? Because I just feel like it'd be, I feel like people diversify their money. Well, just well for, not, not just that, but I just feel like, why would you put all the risk? But on, this on isn't one just entity? a norm. This isn't just a normal person like divesting money. Like this is a, you know, intelligence operation. Well, really I know, but even there. even those guys like will put money over shore or overseas, different over overseas accounts. Like they don't put all their money in one account. Zero chance of that. Because if something goes wrong or the bank collapses or something, like you're and losing you lose everything. everything. Like well, I, so, I'm not. I, maybe he didn't store his money there, but that's where these transactions were taking place is through this this bank. Uh, you know a I mean? lot of them. Like you could have money stored at a different bank. But then have it transferred to J.P. Morgan and do the transfer there. You know, well, what I mean? and, may, sure. and maybe the accusations were just that because that's all that they know about. That's all that they've seen. It doesn't mean the the whole operation itself wasn't bigger than that. Well, J.P. Morgan CEO Jamie is it Diamond D I M O N. I think this Di- Diamond Dimon. I don't know, but he sat for a uh, deposition with the lawyers of the victims, and um, they said that after he had testified, that's when this whole thing came through. This is a quote here. Our CEO reaffirmed after his position that he has previously said that he never met with him, never emailed him, does not recall ever discussing his accounts internally, and was not involved in any decision about his account. Uh, JP Morgan said in a statement at the time, quote, there are millions and millions of emails and other documents that have been produced in this case, and not one comes close to suggesting that he had any role in the decisions about Epstein's account. So... That's their take. That like there was no actual singular yeah, like he's saying, working with him. Yeah, they're saying prove it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're saying the documents are there. Bring me the document if you have it. That's what JP Morgan's saying. And they're saying yeah. there is no document. <clears throat> I don't well, I don't fair, know. That's what the CEO says. Like the CEO is trying to get his butt out of trouble. Well, no, they have millions of documents that's been released. So that's what they're saying. That's what they're saying is that you have millions of documents. You have different stuff going on here. And there is not one that says that he was tied in with any of this. You know, there's no the big man shit. You know what I'm saying? So, and now not saying he didn't, but we've said it before. Like if you're going to do these things, you have to show some proof in order for people to really buy into it. Otherwise there's always going to be that lingering question of did he really, or did he not? Uh, And so in that, in that statement though, the CEO was speaking about himself personally, right? He was separating himself from the company. He said um, the, the CEO reaffirmed after his deposition that as he previously said that he never met with him, Jeffrey, never emailed Jeffrey. No, I'm it just, says you know, JP Morgan said in a statement at the time. 
Yeah, they oh, were they were talk, okay. talking about him. Yeah, not he wasn't okay, talking okay. about himself. I get you. So, but to be fair, like, listen, they obviously paid out a settlement, so they felt like this could be drawn out, long winded, and they they clearly were just like it's in our best interest and theirs just to pay and get this over with. Yeah. So yeah. now I will really not know unless some new groundbreaking thing pops up, which may you know it could. Could so, be. I mean, or, it's, you know, it also could have been like, a, hey, we're in a position right now where they haven't found or don't have what they need to prove this. Let's end it right now before. Whoa, shit. Oh, damn. Oh, like you that. got some music going? Just that must bad. be a Fox News article. It is Fox. Yeah, man. Uh, they don't have or haven't found what they need to prove what they're trying to get us on. Let's just s- try to settle and end this before they actually do find it. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, well, that's true. That that is possible. But they but to their point, they did say that they've released millions of emails. True. But I mean, how long does it take to go through all that kind of shit? Yeah. Like let's well, re- let's release it and then let's settle before they can have a chance I mean, to maybe with modern AI and shit like that that yeah. you could probably but you have skip to be very them. specific specific yeah. on what you're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it, we it's don't just, know. Just like all those papers we've seen, uh, where they purposely misspell things in documents, yeah, so you couldn't find stuff. I Corny. mean, we're not gonna yeah. know. We're not gonna know. And and the truth is, is just like every other settlement in history, like it's a done deal at this point, yeah. at, up to this point, and both parties are satisfied, which means that we have <clears> to, you know, kind of just go okay. I mean, unless something new comes out, yeah, because that's kind of how yeah. a settlement works, right? They both yeah. have to agree to it, yeah. Crocodile done deal. That's yeah, what man. So it is. It, that's an interesting story uh, that, you know, that is kind of settled because I think for a while we kind of thought this was going to go nowhere, honestly. And they ended up settling. Mm-hmm. Good for them. Good for the uh, Virgin Islands or wherever. Uh, you know, they get some money coming in. So. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. What do you got, Greg? Uh, well, I mean, <clears throat> so just going off of that and far as like uh, following up on things that we've kind of known about, uh, Joe Biden referred to as the big guy. Remember this? Oh, yeah. yeah. So this came out, the uh, the first reference to Joe Biden becoming the big guy came out in an email right before the 2020 election. And the email basically uh, was referring to Joe Biden as the big guy. So the email referenced 10 held by H, Hunter, mm. for the big guy. Okay. Now, the email was from businessman James Giller to Hunter Biden, and that was on May 27th or May 13th, 2017. But um, this is now separate. So remember the whistleblower. Remember the document that they're trying to get, the uh, James Comer and all this stuff, right? They're trying to get Christopher Ray to hand over this FD 1023. And what you find out is on that form, the whistleblower also stated that Joe Biden was referred to as the big guy. Oh, so this this one document is kind of bringing them all in together. Yeah, it's like so ty- it's kind it's of like solidifying the story, yeah. right? Yeah. It's another step forward yeah. for sure. So this is uh, at the beginning of this. So this is the Washington Examiner. It says Pro- President Joe Biden was referred to as the big guy by Ukrainian oligarch who owned the Hunter Biden employing agency, Giant Burisma. So, Mikola Zolchevsky? Yeah, sure. He Zlof. owns he Zlof. owns Burisma, and he was the foreign national involved with alleged uh, criminal bribery scheme detailed in the FBI confidential human source form. And Zolchevsky referred to Joe Biden as the big guy during a conversation a number of years before the June 2020 date of the bureau form, according mm. to the similar or sources familiar with the FBI record who described its content the Washington Examiner. Mm. So this is completely separate, you know, from that, uh, the first big guy email. So, so, so it just not, kind of affirms a little bit. I mean, this is like a exactly. step in like, hey, there's other documents showing that. Well, this yeah, is this actually, is n- another piece of evidence that yeah. is gonna be, he's going to be able to link Joe Biden to probably a number of different things now. Because how many, yes. how many emails or how many different things was the big guy mentioned before this? Yeah, About, uh, well, about a true. bunch of different things. Just find the big guy in all these uh, government documents, and yeah, that's Joe Biden. Yeah, like so uh, essentially, like even, even like now, during when he was a, a senator and like vice president, like all that stuff. Like, yep. he was probably yeah, referring to true. himself a long time. Is this or, enough? Or BG? You, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Is this enough? Uh, like getting this kind of uh, document? No, that, 
not it's enough. just more it's just more circumstantial evidence you know what i mean that adds up and it piles up and we go okay well he was mm. so he was actually referred to as the big guy now this is a confidential human source a trusted source remember that the fbi has used for over 20 years mm-hmm. so even the fbi trusts this guy so i'm just saying like this confidential human source said that yes joe biden was referred to as the big guy a completely separate uh, country. The first one was for China, a yeah. payment for China. Ten, yeah. hold hold on to this ten for the big guy. That was a China deal. This is now a Ukrainian deal. Mm-hmm. Listen up, everybody. We love Ghostbed. They have been a loyal sponsor with the Drinking Bros over the past five years, and everybody raves about them. They have super comfortable mattresses that last forever, and they're made in the USA. Yeah, guys, every mattress has a 20-year warranty, some even 25. You can try it out for 101 nights. If you don't like it, you can send it right back. No hard feelings. Out of our favorite parts about these ghost beds is that they have the cooling technology built into each and every mattress. So if you have those hot nights like you do down there in Texas, mm-hmm. it's a lifesaver. It's going to be 105 this week, and I got a ghost bed myself, so I'm going to keep it nice and cool down there, if you know what I'm saying. So, yeah, uh, ghost bed also offers bundles, so you can get everything you need. You don't really even have to think about it. You just choose from the four mattresses, then pick your bundle. So whether you want a mattress in a frame or you want it all, like the pillows, sheets, all that great stuff, uh, you get the best bang for your buck with those bundles. Right now, GhostBed is offering 40% off GhostBed bundles where you get a mattress and an adjustable base, or you get 30% off of everything else if you just use the code DRINKINGBROS at GhostBed.com slash DRINKINGBROS. Yeah, man. Uh, you can buy a mattress for as little as $35 a month. Uh, they have a $0 down, 0% financing plan for up to 60 months. Go check it out at GhostBeds.com backslash DRINKINGBROS. It is awesome. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Oh, what is that smell? That's a rusty, crusty, piss-soaked default mattress. Get that out of here, okay? Yuck. Ghost Bed RV Mattresses. Get yourself an RV mattress for 30% off using the code Drinking Bros. Yeah, man. If your uh, mattress looks like a saltine cracker, it's time to upgrade, okay? Get that <laughs> Ghost Bed right now. Drink, Get it out yeah, of here. Ghostbed.com backslash Drinking Bros. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. He's spreading it out. I mean, listen, this stuff is stacking up on him right now. Yeah, it is. I mean, (laughs) whether you want to say that, like, we're at a point where we can really say that he is guilty for sure, um, a lot of people would debate that. But the problem that he's having is that this is not going away. Yeah. This is like Bud Light. Yeah, regardless of how hard they have tried to make this kind of disappear, it it just keeps piling up. Yeah, it's not. that's not good for him. Uh, And let's say just in in the fake world that he is innocent. It still doesn't look good for him because there's just too much shit here. And I don't think I don't think for a second he's innocent. No, I'm just saying, like, even if you were, there's so much information that it can't be ignored at this point. I think that's what you guys were saying before. How much does it Mm -hmm. have to happen to where you just can't ignore it? So, well, and then you have stuff that's like this that kind of like trickles out in the news Mm. and it makes you go, oh, I remember this. Yeah. Yeah. He was called the big guy way back before the election, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. yeah. And then it makes you kind of recall and you recollect this whole, uh, and then you put the pieces together. I think for me, one of the big things about this whole thing, all this stuff coming out, is he, it's, it's, the, uh, it's the entirety of the situation that I think is what's crazy. Um, if he was well-liked and uh, doing a decent job, people would support him and they would say, like, no, I don't buy this. Kind of like Trump, right? Mm, like, all yeah. this stuff comes out against Trump. But his base loves him so much that they are willing to, even when he may be at fault for certain things, like they're not willing to go after him for those things. Mm. With Biden, we just get more and more examples of him falling, wearing masks. Dude, that white fucking mask on oh, his face yeah. so weird, dude. Did you see that, Greg? No. He was wearing, what was he, where was he at? He, he, was, was, doing, the, he was doing like a conference, he was doing something. He was speaking. He was speaking at somewhere and he would turn and I don't know if he was like how to, something on his face or they like powdered his face, but he had, his face was so white and there was a distinct line right on the jawline. Yeah. And it's been shared multiple oh. times. Like it, it looked, was it, uh, that, uh, 
um, sun sunscreen. You know what I mean? That <laughs> no. stuff looks like pretty chalky. No, I mean, it looked chalky. And like he walked off the stage, and people were like, "What is up with this face?" Like, not a lot of people went to the mask realm, but they're like, "There's something on." He's his definitely face. wearing a lot of makeup or something. Something, um, yeah. but it's a combination uh, of him falling constantly. Well, now let's think about old. this, guys, because he does have skin cancer, right? He just had a diagnosis of skin cancer not that long ago, right? He had it removed. Mm, yeah. So he might have that thick fucking sunscreen. And he probably uses the stuff I, that is not cancerous. Like I don't the, know if uh, this was outside. Good stuff, I don't. It didn't look like it was outside. I mean, listen, you, you might you might just put it on his skin. I know, but here's <laughs> it's like when you're Dracula for that long, dude, and you're yeah, sucking on blood. Uh, yeah, but the problem, dude, is is like even if that was like you would come out and say like, hey, the president got diagnosed with uh, skin cancer. He's going to be wearing a cream. Don't be alarmed by it. Like I feel like it's so egregious, like the whiteness of this. That it's like you're you're stirring the pot I wish here. It, I'm gonna try to find. I it. have it on my TikTok. I okay. think, dude. But you're stirring the pot here, like you're allowing yeah. the conspiracy to to run wild because you're not saying anything about it. But who does that benefit? That benefits Biden, right? I don't know if that's it, dude, or not. Uh, does it benefit it, Biden? It, yeah, it allows them to point at conspiracy theories and be like, "Look how ridiculous these fucking people are." Just look up uh, Biden uh, white face or something. Uh, I mean, sure. Uh, but at the same time, like his press secretary is not doing a good job of helping him. He's not doing a good job helping him. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's not up there speaking. He's not up there. Like, cause I mean, you'll see articles that just say like Biden is at a loss for words when asked about X, Y, and Z, all these different things that are popping up. He really can't defend it. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, yes, there's some, I, I get where you're coming from, but at the same time, I think people are just sick of him. I think they realize how old he is. And I think that they're on top of the fact that he's gotten all these things coming out against him. I think people are just ready to let him go. You know what I mean? Like, I'm kind of yeah. over it. He doesn't have yeah. the support. Well, we'll it, see. Anymore. So, well, uh, yeah, if you guys can't find it, um, this kind of leads into another thing that I wanted to get your take on. And so yeah. Trump yeah. came out. He just spoke at the Georgia, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And he said, quote, this is the final battle with you at my side. We will demolish the deep state. We will expel the warmongers from our government. We will drive out the globalists. We will cast out the communists. We will throw off this, or, yeah, throw off the sick political class that hates our country. So um, that being said, there's a clip that I bookmarked, Chris, on the Twitter. Mm-hmm. And this is a segment of Jim... Or, yeah, Jim Comey. I was going to say James Comey, but I guess it's the same thing. Uh, talking to Jen Psaki, okay? And he is speaking about the rep- retribution presidency. So imagine if Trump wins, okay? What is a four, what is four years of a retribution presidency look like? He's going to go after everybody. He's going he's gonna to go after his political opponents. I, I think I'm on that list. Okay. And he's it, it looks like... You know how we have YouTube setting up this disinformation, like they they got rid of their disinformation policy for the presidential election, right? Yeah. Or at least they uh, softened it so you can talk about that. Mm -hmm. So it looks like Jim Comey is also kind of out there uh, softening the blow and getting people ready for what might happen. You know, if Trump wins, Will he go after the people that went after him and falsely accused him of Russiagate, falsely um, went through all this FISA, you know, warrants that were illegal? They did not have the evidence. They were changing the evidence. Mm-hmm. Let's see what he so, says here. Yeah, listen to this clip. God, I don't miss You said talking. that Trump poses a near existential threat to the rule of law. And, and this is something similar language that I hear privately from national security officials, some people you and I both know who will say this privately about what a second term could mean. But tell me a little bit about the specifics of what he could try to do. What do you mean by that? Well, think about what four years of a retribution presidency might look like. He could order the investigation and prosecution of individuals who he sees as enemies. I'm sure I'm on the enemies list because the president constitutionally does oversee the executive branch entirely, which includes the Department of Justice, prosecutors and investigators. And so he could commission direct that individuals be pursued. He could also direct all kinds of other conduct that people would 
maybe take to, to court this. to try to stop. But who enforces court orders? Mm -hmm. Mostly the United States Marshals Service, which is in part of the executive branch and reports to the president. And so President Trump could say, I don't care what the Supreme Court says or these district judges say, I'm telling the Marshals Service, don't enforce the court order. And so our constitution really does give a rogue president, which is what this would be, tremendous power <laughs> to destroy. And so mm. that's why I'm trying to warn people, given the way he said he intends to operate if he's reelected, this will be something we could never have imagined. Again, it okay. seems like... So, so uh, you can never imagine uh, having this rogue presidency because God forbid somebody votes for Trump. Isn't that kind of what he... Didn't he just describe the Biden presidency? That's what I was just going to say. Right? You're talking yes. I mean, all like, the stuff you, you're saying. All the stuff you're just fragrantly sending money to different countries. You're DOJ. direct you're directing the DOJ, you're directing all these, you're attacking your political, political rivals this whole time. Yep. Yeah. That's exactly what I thought the whole time. Yeah. I was like this and not, is but the only difference is that um the Biden admin is actually actively using the DOJ to go after their political opponents now. Yeah. The difference here would be Trump would use the U.S. Marshal Service, which can go above and beyond and just say, hey, screw it. Right. The military yeah. be like, hey, DOJ, Supreme Court, I don't care what you say. We're not going to do that. See, the question comes down hands. to will he? You know, I, I think that's the big question. Will he actually do it? Um, you're saying it because you're, you know, your base kind of feels it and they, they like hearing it. Right. They want to feel like you're going to get some vengeance for all the shit True. you've been through. Yeah, maybe you're scared. Um, I just don't know if he actually goes through with it. That, well, that's, to your point, Dave, I mean, he talked about locking Hillary yes, up. Yes, he did. Yeah. Yes, right? he, did. He, he never did that. He talked about draining the swamp the entire election before he was president. And he hired the swamp on his, uh, <laughs> that, you know, that's, and his that's cabinet. Not, I'm not, not, that's not a criticize because I, I do agree to some that, like, you know, you need to shed some light on this. And he was yeah. trying to work with both sides, I feel like, in some aspects. Um, I just don't know if he actually goes through with it. Because here's the deal. The country's in rough shape, man. Let's be very honest. Yeah. As a whole, uh, you know, rates are too high. People are not, you know, not, not working, making as much money as they should. Taxes are too high. Inflation why is, is high. The country, why is the country in bad shape? Policy. Because of these people. I know, but and here's so why the why would he not want to get rid of these people? Well, here's the, here's the thing that you got to just remember, though. I, I, I agree with you. that Absolutely. That is it. But, you know, he's, he's already ran. He's already served. And he gets four years. Right. There is no like this is not an eight year term like a, a normal presidency has been at least recently. Right. Mm -hmm. So he's got four years and we know how much they can tie him up in those four years. We've seen it. The four years he was in office, he was tied up and in defense mode a lot of the time. He was doing some great things, but he was also combating the attacks that were happening on a regular basis. Yeah. That's not going to go well, away. Yeah, I, I think that was to to Jim Comey's point. He's like they. He would deploy the U.S. Marshal Service, that would go above the orders of the court, right? And um, so uh, Trump was tied up with his policies and whatnot because of court orders. I mean, a lot of them, like hey, a judge reversed this, a judge reversed that, right? So with this, when it comes to um, arresting somebody because you think that they're quote an enemy, and you're seeking retribution. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, if you broke the law oh, and you're a criminal, you go to jail. I and agree. FBI is included in that. Like Comey, you know, signing these court orders, these FISA warrants illegally and not having the evidence to go after, uh, you know, a sitting president. Well, if because if Comey came out and said he's going to like do these investigations and shit. And if that's what it is, that's, hey, if you did nothing wrong, you have nothing to be worried about. At least that's right? how we're supposed to think of it, right? Now, let's be fair. You yeah. could do nothing wrong and still have a lot to worry about yeah. uh, with our system. Uh, but at the same time, um, you're right, Greg, that if you did something wrong, you should go after it. But my, my concern is, is listen, are people going to be happy? Are they going to be? Okay, if Trump wins, hypothetical, Trump wins, are, do they want him to change the country around and get us back on track to being successful like we were when he was president before? Get gas prices down get inflation under control, mm -hmm. get us back into being energy sufficient, all this, yeah. all this stuff. Right. Or do they want him just to go on a, a vengeance tour, like a, uh, a scorched earth? Both. Yeah. But here's well, the, why can't you I, have I feel both? like, I feel like you could, as soon as you were to get in, if you were to kind of just put things back the way you had it, mm -hmm. 
all that stuff would happen by itself. All, all that getting things back the what on track, the economy and that kind of stuff would would start happening. Yeah, you kind of you take own. away a lot of the regulations, and a lot of the free market will kind of uh, go towards the way of productivity. And and you know what yeah. I mean. Listen, man, I don't know if we're in that same boat. I don't know that it's going to be as smooth as it was last time. So the country was rough when Obama left, right? Like we can agree on that. There were some things that were pretty rough, but Biden and and we we can't deny that people have said over and over again that this is. We never saw a collapse like this as far as like all these things going wrong at mm. record paces. Yeah. I'm not entirely convinced that those two can fall in order in the well, same so on an eight year term. Th- yes. One thing that I was not convinced of is that the presidency um, had as much power to sway things within the country. And boy, oh boy, was I wrong. Yeah, right. Because look at what Joe Biden has done in, I mean, less than four years, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm Absolutely. just saying, like, if he can do that in less than four years, then Trump can turn it back around. No, see, I, I disagree with that. Uh, I actually think that, like, sometimes, like, fixing damage is much harder of a process than causing damage. Oh, yeah. Damage. Building bridges is harder oh, than I mean, I'm, yes. There's definitely, like, uh, a belief and culture thing that's dis- disrupted the whole country, which is going to take a lot longer than four years to kind of turn around and get back to where we were, if that's even, or just onto a different thing. But I, I feel like the economy, like prices, jobs, that kind of shit would be able to flip when you needed it to. Mm, yeah, like maybe. gas prices, oil. You I know. think people's attitudes and cultural issues, that's that's what would take the longest. But I think a lot, of, not majority, but there's a good portion of that would, would probably change as soon as they saw the country going in a better direction well yeah and then the the culture change i think that's what's happening right now is i mean this biden presidency is waking a lot of people up it's hopefully changing a lot of people's minds saying well, like, hey, I, w- I wouldn't say just waking people up it's pissing people off that's what i'm talking about yeah, yeah. they're going like wait a second i voted for this guy because i thought he was better than trump and now i'm seeing like my life fucking sucks I'm not saying everybody's like that, but there's some people that go, hey, I don't like this. I don't like that. I don't like the way we pulled out of Afghanistan. I don't like the the rising gas prices. I don't like supporting the Ukraine war because what's going on over there? Listen, I I, I totally agree with you. Um, But I I, I think that, like, I just feel like we're kind of underselling, like, how much of an uphill battle this is going to be. Like, no man is going to, I mean... I hope he does, but I'm saying the idea that he's going to be able to come in like with the Obama quote of the magic wand. Mm. I mean, he did before make a lot of great changes and a lot of what he was doing was defensive shit, you know, that he was battling, right? A lot of accusations. He, he got up there and luckily he was able to speak those through pretty well. <clears throat> but at this point, I'm not all that convinced that both can be done at, at, at the same pace in a four year term because there's going to be a lot more stuff that's going to come on him. He's going to have to go on defense again. Yeah, he's going to start attacking. And I know that's not all on him. That's the DOJ, FBI and all that stuff. That's if you can get them to do it. Okay. Because the swamp is very muddy right now. So I, I'm, what I'm asking at the end of the day is, is like you as a citizen, all three of us, do you want to see the country get turned around in four years? If that's like, hey, we can do one of one of two. We can't do them both. Let's say that's the thing, right? Do you want to see the country on track or do you want to see them go after people? Because mm. yeah, so I, 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 I don't like think we the... can. I don't think we can get on track until you get the fucking people out of there, bro. Yeah, like, I, I don't think. Yeah, I I kind of agree with with that. I don't think you can go get the the way you want things completely the way it should be without doing yeah. both. I mean, if we went if we went through a year, you, of you'll be lockdowns, able to get to a, a certain point. But I mean, with st- yeah. corrupt people like still we, in all these institutions, you're only going to get so far. We went through like a year of lockdowns and a year of COVID restrictions and a year of like blah 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 like. That sucked, bro. Mm-hmm. If we can go through that, then if we have to wait six months to a year of, okay, before we turn this around, we got to take care of these individuals, and it takes six months to a year to do that, then fucking let's do it, dude. Like, just what are we waiting for? Let's clean the plate. <sighs> let's start over. Well, I'm just saying I feel like there needs to be an order of operation right here. I feel like you need to come in and you need to have a really, like, Trump, if it's Trump, you need to come in and have a really clear goal, and this is what we're going to do and, yeah. and try to accomplish. Now, you can make things better, sure. Do I you think, think he doesn't have that? Um, I, I think he has a goal, but I don't know that he's going to be able to accomplish both of what you're saying. I do not think that he's going to be able to get rid of the swamp as easy as he says, and I don't think that with that happening at the same time, because that, that would engulf the news, right? Mm-hmm. 
I don't know that he's a, I'm sure he can put some executive orders in place and we can get some things kind of starting to yeah. work better. But I feel like this is a, a thing, like this is a problem that would be a two-term problem. And I, he doesn't have it. I and, don't know. I mean, what, what's your evidence to prove that? What do you mean? What's my evidence to prove it? That it's a two-term like, thing? That's a two-term problem. Um, because I feel like he, we've all said, and everybody has said that he was in for four years and there was a lot of positive, but there was a lot that was left unfinished. And this is worse probably than when he came in the first I, time. I think it's going to go in like a three-step thing. I think if he was to, if he gets into the presidency again, I think it's going to be an initial direction change. Like that's sure. going to be the whole executive order part of it. Mm-hmm. Just like Biden be, did. Yeah. yeah. Just like Biden, like how he's going to change the direction initially Mm -hmm. and then it will go into we need to take care of all these people and then it'll and then it would finish out with the directional thing yeah i mean Mm -hmm. to me this seems like a a two president thing i don't know i think that he can come in and do things but i think that i I wish that he had or we unless unless he just comes in and the fucking country goes through whiplash (laughs) yeah well what if it's not up to uh trump like, what, what if mean? it's a, like a, a U.S. marshal taking over type of thing? But see, then we're, and that's that's a reasonable thought, but then you're like assuming again uh, that like these but other. you're assuming this is a two presidential, like two campaign no, I'm, type of I'm, I'm being realistic. You're saying like, like, what if so-and-so decides to take over? Just like we've heard before about like, well, well no, the military. I'm just like what, what Comey just said. I'm going off of what he just said. Right. Yeah. He could deploy the U.S. Marshals and they could just take care of the whole thing on on the side where Trump's not even involved. Mm. Yeah. I mean, here's the deal. Trump can just focus on the country. I I agree. But like to say that Trump's not involved is not going to be the case, man. You know that if this is what's happening is going to be frontline news that Trump is getting some renegade marshals to do all this. So like you're going to have problems with it and he's going to have to talk about it. And then they're probably going to try to say, like, well, he's fucking Hitler and we need to fucking put him in, you know, impeach him for this. Like, I, what I'm saying is I, this, I honestly don't think there's any way around that. I don't think yeah. so either. Yeah. And that is my exact point that, like, if you're tackling this major feat, what you guys are talking about is huge oh, yeah. feat. I, I, I think he's a smart guy. I think he can do a lot. But I'm saying I really honestly believe that we need to figure out, like, which one is the most important first and, and hit it and then hope. That, that, that the direction starts to change, that we get another Republican in office for eight years afterwards that can finish the job. Because I don't believe that in four years this job's going to be finished. There's no well, I mean, way if, with the if amount it, of problems If it's me then, if it's me and we're, we're going for the whiplash presidency, then you just go in heavy, like right at the beginning. Do the direction, yeah. do the direction afterwards. Get yeah. it done. Get rid of fucked up people. Get rid of all the, the bullshit. So go with the vengeance yeah. presidency. I would. That's what I'm asking. I mean, after the last six, six, seven years of what what else, what other option do we have? I mean, like, I mean, but he could trickle this thing and and like hope for the best. But But he could come out and say, dude, he could come out and literally say, which would be perfect. He could come out and say, listen, I've been attacked and it's time to clean this shit up. And we can't go forward as a country until all the bugs are out of the fucking mattress. Especially after this federal thing. If he gets if they go through this whole federal thing and it becomes nothing again. Yeah. Especially after that, it went to the highest fucking level, and they yeah. got had nothing. And you put them through all that for nothing. Yeah, that's yeah, it's game on after that. I just I, I wish that there was somebody because I know I know that right now Trump is the favorite, but I, like to say DeSantis is the second, right? A lot of people with DeSantis are saying, and of course there's hit jobs on him left oh, and right, yeah. which is expected. But a lot of people were saying DeSantis is the next. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. he's yeah. jumping the order. Let this be Trump. This is Trump's moment. DeSantis, you deserve it, and you'll get it. The set. You you should be the next president. I wish that they had better communications because if he could come out and say, I'm going to start this ball, and we're going to get rid of the swamp, and we're going to arrest everybody that needs to be arrested, and we're going to hit this where it needs to be hit, and just know that when I'm done, we have really gifted people that are going to come in and finish this job. And, like, get people to get on board with this idea that, like, this is not a four-year plan. This needs to be a 12-year plan. Mm. Because or just like a forever plan. Like, well, hey, I, I know. Uh, yeah. Let's yeah. not let this idea go that, hey, uh, yeah, the, the intelligence agencies yeah. need to be dismantled because look what they did to our yeah, country. Like a, look this what, can never happen again. Yeah, you're yeah, not look wrong. Look what they did to our president. Yeah. yeah I, look, I, I'm trying I mean, to look at a shorter these, term, dude. That's all. I, you know, 12, I'm just yeah. saying like a, a short term plan that we have to have. And then we can continue yeah. to add 10 year plans. But I, I, I just <laughs> wish that there was more camaraderie when it comes to this stuff because I feel like that's what's going to have to happen. And it may mm-hmm. not be DeSantis. Uh, it, but it could, whoever that next person is like, 
he needs to say, like, we have real talent in the Republican Party and know that what I'm doing is just the beginning of what the next group's going to do. And yeah. we're going to finish yeah. this off and get it done well, the right way. Then yeah. I'm going to go, that's right. It's not, it's not going to be four years. This is going to take eight to 12 yeah. to get this country and clear. To be honest, like, we don't know. They could have had these conversations already. They could like, have. Yeah. We who don't. Knows. Who knows? Right. Uh, we can just do an add-in on this one, Chris, just so you know, because we're way right. past. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, no, I listen, I... I want to be clear that, like, I think Trump's going to be able to come in and do a lot of great things. That is not what I'm, I'm talking about. But I also am, am trying to understand, too, that he wasn't able to completely do this in four years that he had before. Now, he could be more motivated and all that stuff, but he is a human being. And yeah. you have to rely on not just him, but you have to rely on all the other agencies and Senate, how everything. Well, I mean, again, like, sure. But the House, the Senate, all this stuff has to also work together to get this going, at least have control enough to get this going. And we've seen historically that that often doesn't mean anything. You know, we mm-hmm. could, we could argue that there's new blood in there and that they're a little more motivated. Sure. But at the same yeah. time, we've seen where we have full control and nothing's really happening. So a lot of pieces have to fall in place for this to be a four year thing, which I think is more of an eight year thing at least. But, okay. at, the, well, but at the same I mean, time, no matter how long it takes, like I feel like what Jim Comey was saying is what trump will actually do and i think that what he's trying to do is set everybody up set this conversation up that trump will be performing these actions because he's seeking revenge and he's not seeking justice like the appropriate justice right like Mm. if somebody went after you Mm -hmm. because you did something right dave smith had a really good um analogy like where you, I don't really uh, remember it off the top of my head, but it's like, you know that this is wrong, and he went after you in the first place. You did nothing wrong. You were proven to be innocent. And then so when you try to go investigate why mm-hmm. they came at you with these charges, then everybody points the finger at you. Oh, he's seeking revenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, no, it's like, we. I want to, I was wronged. I want to find out why you wronged me. I should be able to do that. Agree. Yeah. But you also just admitted that there is hiccups when you do this kind of stuff, which is exactly what I'm talking about. Like, it's not going to be able to come in and just do it like you guys are saying. For sure, dude. Like, yeah, no one's, yeah. like, arguing on that point. Well, they'll, no, they're definitely going to try to frame it in a different way. But, yes. the, the, but the question is, once if he was to get in there, after all this in federal indictment shit, and if he was proven innocent once again, mm-hmm. how many people are actually going to listen when they try to tell people that it's a vengeful presidency and he's just... I don't he, think I don't, I don't I don't think that matters that much. I think it your, does matter. No, I I don't think people are going to be swayed off of that because of that. I'm I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. That I don't think the vengeance thing is going to work that well. But we've seen we just talked about Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, all the shits there. It's been there for two years plus. Mm-hmm. And you know it's like it's the same with the Clinton thing. Like it's right there in front of your face, and nothing's really happening. It's dragging. Well, along. and that kind of goes on your point too. Yeah, you have all this stuff, but there's nobody in there that's actually going to do it. Well, yeah. And how messed up is the DOJ? How messed up is the FBI? And that's probably, that's mm-hmm. also why, yeah, we have some good people in, in Congress and stuff right now that are, that are trying to do things. But like you said, like nothing is actually getting done. Mm-hmm. That's because they're still also dealing with all that other bullshit yeah. that's still in place. And that's, that's all I'm saying is yeah. like these, these are things we've said it too many times where it's like, it's taken a long time. This stuff takes time. And so how long, how much can you get done in four years if you're doing actual, especially federal cases, you know what I'm saying? Treasonous cases in some aspects. Like you're talking about long stretches where we're just going to be like, eventually it's yeah. going to happen. Eventually it's going to happen, you know? Well, it depends on how long does a court martial case take? I have no idea. You know, I don't know. I mean, those can be swift. Okay, done. And with the next, yeah. where's the evidence? Well, okay. and also you got to think about too, if you're thinking about on, on that side of things, yeah, nothing may be getting done, but if they were to start, mm-hmm. they could be quick because they have the last eight, ten years of fucking evidence. Maybe. So once they start the actual execution of all this stuff, I mean, it's not. Is it going to get dragged on, or is it just going to be slam bam because everything's already there? I don't know. Yeah, Swift. I don't right? know. Swift justice. But then again, it's like, ooh, do you really? <laughs> I mean, if, if the evidence there, it better be fucking good because yeah. Yeah. I don't like the sound of that with no yeah. no jury, no, you know what I mean? Come on. 
Yeah, I really like that. I mean, listen, it's interesting, and I think that's what we've talked about before, that the next couple of years are going to be very interesting. And oh, that's yeah. <clears throat> this is all assuming that things go the way we think they could go, right? For There's sure, always dude. a chance yes. that he doesn't even win. Oh, yeah. And well, then I mean, we're, then we're saying, really in look trouble. What, look what happened in 2020. Yeah. There are some chances that that yeah. could happen again. Absolutely. That's all I'm going to say on that. You so, know what I mean? And I, I have a lot of faith that he's going to do good things if he's in, if he wins. Um, it's nothing about that. It's just, listen, it's a, it's a tough job for anyone. Mm-hmm. It's a tough job for any group of people that have the same motive. So it's just like, you know, you need to support and back this and, and hopefully he gets stuff done and hopefully it can continue through other presidencies as well so that we can get to a point where when our kids are old enough to vote that we're in a system that feels like it's, you know, it's right for everybody again. Yeah. Hopefully not just feels like it. Hopefully it is. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, you know what I mean. I, I think having a feeling like you can trust the system is important. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like, there's always going to be weird shit. But right now, no one feels like this is uh, justified or that, like, the elections are, are honest, that everything's honest. And it would be nice to get to a point where we at least have more positive than negative. Uh, and that's going to take a lot of work on this on this country's part and the people that are running. Yeah, it definitely would yep. take something very big to instill trust in people again. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there's a good chance that when this stuff comes out, it divides even more. You know, it, maybe so, you know or, we got to keep or, that in mind. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, war is always terrible, and this is kind of a war. It's always terrible, and then years down the road, people start to realize, like, oh, yeah, yeah. that was bad. So, I mean, Comey going to prison, for example, Hillary going to prison, like you're going to start ruffling feathers of the other party, and there's going to be a lot of people that are saying you are a dictator, you're this, and it's going to take years for them to realize. That, Will like, it be a lot of people though? That's where I <clears throat> I don't think it's as big as we think. Like I think that the uh, the faction of the liberals that are screaming at these like protests and all that stuff. I don't think it's the majority of them. You know, I just, I don't think that we're as divided when it comes to us as, you know, like civilians. I don't feel like we're that far apart. I feel like the, the ideas of the left and the right at the most extremes are, but I think those are really fringe. No, I see. I, 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 collectively, yeah, I don't know. Like as a group, I think everybody is, is pretty appropriate in the middle. I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that or not, man. Even in this in this place that we're in right now, we have severe disagreements on, like, I mean, a lot of them hate Trump. There's people in here that absolutely hate Trump. So, okay. like, it's, like, you can hate Trump, but I'm, I'm just saying, like, when it comes to ideals and, like, morality and, like, you know, like, what makes you a good human? Like, do you want to live next to this person? No, like, I don't I think like- it has anything to do with that, dude. I, I agree with you on that. As far as, like, basic morality, sure. But I'm saying and, and party attacks right or party attacks, dude. Like for sure, they're but going if, to like, say if the evidence is there. If if the evidence has been, you know, hey, look, look at what these people did. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you have to come out with that. It has to, to be. The, it has people. to be there, and it has to be clear and understandable to everybody. Yeah. Yes. Yep. And it can't have a, a setup to where they go. Well, he made this up, or he did this. You know. Yeah. Like so, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yes, it's possible. But, you know, this is a fragile case compared to other cases. You have to be very clear to your point, Greg. Very, very clear. Mm -hmm. And I still think people are going to go after him and say that, like, this is a hit job. Well, I think there's always going to be a portion of people that are like that. Yeah. So, but I mean, listen, I have my fingers crossed, man. And I I, I feel like we're getting to a point where people are starting to see things and it's a positive thing. But what will really happen? Sure, dude. I thought that it was just uh, an eye-opening statement by Comey. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh was. yeah, for sure. And and it reminded me of YouTube just kind of dissolving its disinformation policy about the 2020 election. It kind of reminds me of what are they preparing everybody for? You know? And then you have Trump or, saying or this is the final battle it. with you at my side. We will demolish the deep state, you know. I'm like, yeah, hmm. I mean. Yeah. Okay. You know, well take do you take it for Well, there was, there was another quote he did during that. He was like uh the about communism. He's like, either we let communism destroy America or America destroys communism. Oh, uh, yeah. True. Okay. I mean, listen, yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's good. Like, I, I'm confident in a lot of things. I just think it's going to take time, a lot of time. You yeah. Have to be very I feel fucking like patient, here dude. in the next uh, few months or whatever is when this road starts getting real bumpy and windy. Yeah. You think so? Huh? I, I think the next so. few months. I think it's going to be first I think, of the I think, year, man. I think come the end of the year, it's going to, like, this. I think we're going to, we better be ready for the ride. Well, the Fed now service starts in July. Mm. So we'll see what happens yeah. with the financial market too. Once that kind of 
Well, gets introduced. It's good yeah. conversations, man. It was very interesting conversations, Shout. man. There's a lot of. I mean, it's it's a it's an important thing to everybody that lives in this country that you want to feel like the people that do wrong get justice and the people that are trying to make things better get some light. You know what I mean? And I, there's a lot of people that are criminals in this country. I did see a, a little uh, meme the other day of DeSantis, and they sw- face swapped him on Lloyd from Dumb oh, and Dumber. Yeah. And it was like the article, Trump gets a federal indictment, and then it switches to his face swap, and it goes, so you're saying there's a chance. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Hey, he's going to do what he's going to do. Christmas. I just hope that they end up coming together at some point, no matter what happens. Because it's very to me, it's like you may not like DeSantis or something, but you know, at the end of the day, like, we, need this, we need these people to work together. So hopefully mm. it gets to that point, just like Ted Cruz and him before, that mm. they can actually come together and work and be a part of this. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm sure it'll uh, happen. It will. I'm sure. Unless it's just bloody, which it you know, could. it could be. It could be. But uh, Greg, it's always a pleasure, man. Uh, great oh, articles, yes, man. Gentlemen. Chris, cheers to you and your water bottle. All yeah, right. Cheers, have a good cheers, rest of your Monday. Later, guys. Sayonara. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.